that's funny. No, now we are live now, but I had us live for our little, you know, behind the scenes combos for people like we talked about. Now this is the Art of Self-Change podcast. My name is Sherry Wilson, co-host with Coach Greg. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Coach, and then let's get back into what you were saying. Uh, My name is Greg McNeil, and I'd like to say I'm the guy who helps you to answer questions about um, what you value once you obtain um, what you seek in your life, Mm, right? That's good. Um, Particularly materially speaking. Yeah. Well, just a quick uh, show note for everybody. Uh, I will be out of town next week. I'm going to go see the kiddos with Mike over in D.C. Uh, No um, plane delays, nor cancellations, nor weather is allowed to touch my trip. And uh, anyway, so we will not have a podcast next week. But Coach, I want to dive into, okay, so writing. So um, the eye gate, writing down things in your journal or, you know, different ways and methods of writing that it literally changes the brain. And I um, heard that from a doctor, Carolyn Leaf. And that's why in her work, because she's a a neurosurgeon, but she also does a lot of, um, you know, like work like we do where, you know, let's change the way you think. And she insists that her patients write because of the power of the brain. So you were kind of going into, there's a lot of science and peer review. So could you pick that back up coach and free writing or free form? Yeah. 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 I'm saying that the um, peer reviewed science on research relating to the brain and its connection to uh, the act of writing. Right. Yeah. Um, That connection. And then within that understanding the role of color, um in terms of his impact on memory um and then of course there's frequency um and what we would say like cognitive consistency as well that's also a part of the the writing so for any of our listeners that says hey i want to learn about the you know the various connections and relationship between you know the brain cognition and writing and all of those types of things you can certainly find it under any of that you know, mind, body, mind, hand, writing connections and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you get into more um, specific practices. Um, and one of those that I was discussing was the act of free writing, right? And, and free writing also deals with consistency and consistency in writing is it, briefly is um, what you write on paper is something that you actually believe is true or obtainable about you, right? Mm, okay. So, uh, un- unless you are um, performing a work of fiction um, or telling an outright lie, right? Um, then consistency is something that you experience when you're writing on a piece of paper. So, can you phrase you that again, are- Coach? So, what you write on paper, your brain picks up how? Uh, it picks up whether or not what you're writing on paper is actually something that's consistent in terms of whether or not if you believe this is true for you, can you obtain this? Sort of like the idea of goal setting. A person says, "I'm." they write down, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in a year. 
the minute they write that statement, cognitively, they are already dealing with consistency mm. because unless they truly believe it in their soul, it kind of bounced back to them in the form of a message, which is that's not true. So <laughs> that's, that's yeah. So that's why like, okay, so our aspiration, like, you know, I have my work every day where I write in my aspiration journal, my three statements. Um, but I remember when we were going to do the vision workshop, what, two years ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to, I'm going like to, yeah, I'm going to write down my, I'm going to put my stuff. And so I sat down. It was, I had all these things. And then when I sat down, it was, I was a blank screen. And I was like, what on earth? Well, what was interesting is I had put some of my desires in my phone. So I actually had to go to my phone, mm-hmm. look at that list just to spark. And then when I would write mm-hmm. it, I would be like, I don't want that. I'd race it, you know, and then because I have erasable pens. And then I'd write the next thing. I'm like, yep, that's a 10 right there. And it was very interesting. Something mm-hmm. happened that did not happen when I just put yep. it in my phone. That's exactly right. Because, the, you know, think of it as like 10,000 to one, mm-hmm. right? Every letter that you write, even the line that you write, uh, maybe even the formation before you even put the pen, pencil to paper, your brain, your mind is already working. It's already out here. Yeah. So before it's like at the moment it's being conceived, you're going to that paper. And if it's not true, right, you generally notice it's like, it's like somebody put the brakes on your pen. <laughs> That's what happened. I'm like, what yeah. on earth? And I also think that there, okay, is this true coach? Because I've thought this for a long time. It's like you're making a commitment by writing it down. Does that sound weird? Well, you are because see the other, so the keystroke and the pencil stroke are different connections. So if you think about it, when you're using your thumbs and putting in something, a note on a mechanical device or just one finger, that's one thing. But when you're actually writing with paper and pen, right? You are also connecting to different states of consciousness. So you are not in a input situation. You're literally in a cognitive connection, Mm. connected situation. You're connecting with yourself at every level, what you're thinking, feeling, believing, right? Instantaneously occurring in your mind when you're writing with a piece of paper and pen, right? Yeah. Which is very different when you are keying something into your phone, right? Mm -hmm. You can't have the same level of flow and connection with the phone that you do um, when you're writing, right? They're they're two different experiences. So one is just inputting. So you're just inputting stuff. So the phone, computer, etc. And there can even be a disconnect. But when you're writing, you're now tapping into all of your being uh, and, and that, and it is kind of like a commitment. Uh, it is. yeah, that's it interesting. Is. So when people ask, well, why do I have to write it down now? You know, cause I get asked that all the time. I'm not a writer. I don't like to write things. Well, there you go. You can almost guarantee 
Now, let me just be clear when I say this. There are different learning styles. Mm -hmm. There are different approaches, okay, to achieving what we would call or what an individual would um, describe as a success. Yeah. Right? What is common across the various levels of endeavor is a consistency in the thought pattern. Okay. So if a person is not actually writing something down, because let's just say like you may not be the type of person that writes things down, but you are the type of person that has a certain level of consistent mental engagement, including imagination in terms of what you want to achieve. Yeah. So let's just say, for instance, we we, we know we want to be able to make some money and enjoy ourselves and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Let's just say what you actually do in your life is build motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> you might read a few books about that passion, but you may not need to write down anything because you are so dialed in to that particular endeavor and that experience that you are always working in it all of the time. Yeah. You're always building a better engine, a better bike, a better frame, a better seat, a better um, performance, you, you name it. So in a sense, then, when you look at it from that perspective, they're doing something um, consistently. Yeah. I gave you one example, right? Yeah. And that's so, outside you know, of actually doing it. Like, like when you're passionate or you're in something, it's, it's constantly with you is what I hear you saying. Is that what you're? Yes. And I'm saying this is an example of a person with a particular style of learning and engaging successful behaviors that is different than another, but is similar in the sense that what they do on a daily basis moment by moment right yeah is they're still engaged at that level so they know they're going to com- make that happen yeah so what i'm saying is the person that says i i'm gonna build a motorcycle franchise right is very different than the person that says you know i'm going to go to school and get a degree in medicine mm-hmm the one that says I'm going to get a degree in medicine, they're going to have to have another practice. And if it doesn't show up, it doesn't happen. Similar to the guy with the motorcycle goal as well, too, right? But what I'm saying is one of them doesn't necessarily have to have the same level of documentation to bring about their commitment because their fields are so diverse, Yeah. right? If you're pursuing a degree in medicine, you are heavily into academia in addition to science and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So you're on a paper and pen on a whole nother level. Whereas if you're over here and you're just running this motorcycle thing, right? That's a difference. Now, here's where the writing comes together for both of them. Let's just say that they're both very talented, smart, and they're going to succeed on a certain level, but they're both 50 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So now health is central to both of these individuals. Now this is where the writing piece comes in, mm-hmm. right? Because now we took them from one, two things that look very separate. And now we put something where we can say, you have to work with human nature now, yeah. right? Not necessarily an activity. Yeah. Now we see how 
paper and pen affects thought, feeling, and behavior in ways that you could not do otherwise. And those people who engage in paper or pen um, are going to consistently make whatever it is that they pursue happens because they're constantly making a commitment and they're constantly giving themselves feedback at a very conscious and deep psychological level, which is where we know change is occurring. And that's where like, you know, you may not be a writer or have to write a lot, but there's certain things where it becomes a tool, but also a measure of your desire for that thing. Okay. So I have a question coach and you talking. I want to definitely get into the blue ink, but before we do, so, you know, I've been doing my, you know, my statements for years now, you know, so, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I can like, if I'm not careful, I can be writing and not even, you know, I've just done it so many times. I'm just, you know, Mm -hmm. it it comes out. I don't even have to think Mm -hmm. about it. So is that necessarily not a good thing? Do you want to definitely really hone in on your focus um, or, you know, if you're having one of those days where, Hey, I'm going to write this out cause I am committed to this. And I know the power of it, you know, how much engagement and focus is required when let's say you have your aspiration statements like we do our DCA, mm-hmm. uh, and we write those out. So if there's different learning styles, um, you could say there's different levels of inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. So when I think of quantity or duration, sustainability, right? Mm -hmm. In the pursuit of an activity that way. Yeah. The the first thing for me, it comes up. um, What is it? How strongly do you desire it? Right. Because that's the starting point. Mm -hmm. And that's also going to be what determines how long you write or what you're doing with it. But if I were to use myself as an example, I would say that there are some times when what I write in my journal is um, is varied. So I have there is consistency in this um, achieving these goals. These are what's important for me. But there can be certain times during the process for me when I can be feeling a particular way. I could be impacted by uh, a number of different things. Maybe I saw a a show or a movie or I had a conversation with my wife or um, I get news about my dogs that are just really tremendous right out of the blue. Well, the next time I write in that journal, I might actually write about a number of different things at the same, so I I may start off talking about how I'm grateful for this, you know, whatever I seek to achieve, but I'm going to write something else sometimes because I'm really getting connected every time I pick up that paper and pen. Because mine, I always make sure, because I like like to do purposeful daydreaming uh, in my Mm -hmm. journal, but also um, I have my three um, life DCAs, definite chief aims, Mm -hmm that I write every day. And one of the things that I do is I will underline certain words that really stand out to me um, oh. just to keep me more connected. But but it is important to not do it absentmindedly, right? Yeah. So again, 
when you think about sustainability, you understand that things can wax and wane. There have been times when I've got up in the morning and I've, you know, it's like I may write and it's like, wow, I notice how I feel in that particular moment. You know, um, the intensity may not always be the same, mm-hmm. but the purpose is. Okay. Mine's right? always, yeah, I've got purpose yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So purpose is the one that's like, you know, you're going to do this, even though let's say you didn't sleep worth a damn um, you got up, you're kind of tired, and then you realize you you forgot to write, right? That you was me this saying? morning. Yep, I was tired, but I, I, I'm purposeful. I know it works. Yeah, so then you start writing. But when you're writing, you may not necessarily have a bunch of zeal moving <laughs> you when you're writing those I was words. exhausted <laughs> this morning. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Exactly, right? So so on that level then, right, It purpose then becomes the the context right okay. so it, that keeps one connected mm-hmm. right even though you can have you know varying factors that can affect how you may feel or what you think specifically in that moment when you're writing down or your approach which we can call like attitude yeah um at the moment of writing but with all of that that we just said when you put it on paper, there is still a natural check yeah. um, within your psyche about what you just wrote uh, is true. Mm-hmm. So the person that says, I'm losing 50 pounds in a year, right? They they have to, the minute they write that, they, they get the chance to see their lives in review, <laughs> right? It's like, because who have you been historically? Because once you ask or answer that question, then you get to move to the next one. And your psyche is with you every step of the way. Yeah. Right? Now your and sub's next, like, what? Yeah. Are you and so sure? then the next, exactly, exactly. So we can think of so many different examples where uh, two people might've began in similar circumstances, mm-hmm. right? Um, let's say they're challenging but they rise out of the circumstance, right? Yeah. And so and when I say in similar circumstance, I'm going to make the factors in this particular example consistent or relatable. Mm-hmm. In other words, if I chose two women, I would choose two women in similar circumstances, same background, ethnicity, and all of those things. So there's no real extenuating factors that you could say or obvious factors that say, well, those two don't relate because this person is 25 and this woman is 57, right? Mm-hmm. So no, you you take two people who are, um, you could say, similarly matched um, in, in the circumstances that we measure in the world, right? Yeah. Then you notice how they handle it. Yeah. So they both have money. So money is not a factor, right? Mm-hmm. But the one person is heavy and um, admits she needs to do something different. The other person is still angry, right? Mm. Maybe still a little bit selfish, right? Not quite ready to come clean with her particular behavior that is and thoughts that contribute to the challenges she's having. Yeah. The other one is over here saying, you know what? I I struggle with this or that, but my commitment is to do something 
every day or whatever. And when they're writing it, the one that is, let's say, most honest and genuine, um, they get to keep writing. And then the next thing you know, that becomes the person that you say you haven't seen in six months. And you say, damn, wow, look at you. Yeah. You, I hardly recognize you. You you haven't, um, you've changed so much. Excuse me, right? Yeah. Um, she kept communicating. She kept committing, right? And the other one just went on another diet. It didn't work. Then they changed and then they quit. And that's yeah. what I mean about the two. You look at it that way. I like that, Coach. So you have to understand that anything that you commit to writing, um, but also anything that you commit to, your sub is going to fight you. Like it's anything. It doesn't matter. Anything that is a change, you've got to understand there's going to be resistance. And that's very normal. Just keep writing. Keep making those changes. I heard Robin Sharma, I love him. He said the other day, he said 1% change every day is 30% change in a month and 365% change in a year. And if all you know right now you can commit to is writing your statement out, writing it, what you want to do, what you want your life to look like, that is a 1% change that can go a long way consistently done before you know it, you're living the life that you uh, desire. Yeah, so, you know, again, so keeping the mind open right is is so key in in this kind of a um a situation because it's not fantasy or mythology what we're talking about again we come back to uh you know peer reviewed science right yeah and there is some information that people can not it could be almost too strange for them to accept but um, I'm going to give you an author. His name is Dwayne Elgin, and he has a book t- titled The Living Universe. The what? And in this, The Living Universe. And in this um, book, um, he talks about the, the psychological um, experiments, the psychic stuff, the remote view and different things, but they were all top secret, top level stuff that's related to reacting to what we call phenomena, the mm-hmm. universe, mm-hmm. chi, the ether, um, your definite chief aim, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, all of these different things and what they were able to determine what was true. Um, what And when I say true, what they could scientifically prove about the interaction of the universe uh, with conscious thought, right? And um, I just want to say it's a great book, but if the reader really wants to dive into that level of science, then let them willingly do so. But just know that since our credibility is our greatest currency, when you and I, Sherry, are on this podcast speaking to people, this is what we're doing. We're spending our credibility. <laughs> so we're saying if we want you to go and take a look at something and check it out, then you check it out because we're not here to, you know, sell you something um, to influence you in some way um, that misleads you. We want you 
know, it's like, hey, look, if you want to be Alice and fall down that rabbit hole, we want to help you to do so. But when you fall down the rabbit hole, right, what you're going to find out is like, holy shit, what they said was true, right? Mm -hmm. And not only that, it means that I have greater control over the life that I live once I understand um, how thought and word work together, particularly the written word. <clears throat> I want to say something real quick, Sherry. Dr. Emoto, yeah. um, he wrote Hidden Messages of Water. Well, one of the things that we're talking about is cymatic frequency. We talked about that on the last podcast, yeah. He, exactly. So that's another thing that happens with you and the word, and that's why it affects you so. Mm -hmm. Because that word that you're writing down carries a frequency, yeah. right? And so you know whether or not if you resonate with that frequency, mm -hmm. you okay. know, and that's what you're dealing with. Okay, coach, I want you to finish us off with why a blue pen. Um, so blue um, has a positive impact on memory. Okay. Okay. So it, it not only, you know, like stimulates the mind, but it's also calming at the same time. Okay. Right? So, um, again, you, one of the things you want to do, I would say like practice with it. So let's just say if you haven't, this is the listener, if you haven't lost the art of cursive writing, right? Get you a little journal, um, get a sheet of paper, if you will, and just play with this idea of free writing with a blue ink pen right okay. and when we say free writing what we want you to do <clears throat> is take your clock set it for three minutes okay okay you could do it for five but in the beginning three minutes is a long enough time and then you start writing everything that comes to your mind and then watch what happens okay right? i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do this coach absolutely and you can actually give yourself a theme so, for instance, your theme is, I know I will succeed because, and then, bam, just start writing. And here's the key. Do not stop your pen for anything, no matter what comes out of your mind and goes on that paper. Okay. Do not stop. Do not <laughs> stop writing. Do not stop. Okay. I'm going to have to check this out, coach. Yeah. And let me know what, you know, I mean, like when we get off, you can just practice it and let me know. You can just send me a text. Just let me know what that, how that comes back to you. But, it, but again, so it's one of those kinds of things. It's like, yes, the blue ink is going to stimulate your memory. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that we do when we write in a book, we, we reaffirm our commitment, but we also etch in our psyches what it is that we desire, just like we put on a paper. Yeah. So if I wanted to give you something to help you to psychically, emotionally, um, psychologically protect yourself from negative thinking, I gave you a statement. The first thing you would do is write that statement down. 
the next thing that you would do is write that statement again and again and again until you commit it to memory. Yeah. Once you commit it to memory, it becomes like money in the bank. So the minute a negative thought starts to take you over, behaviors that are threatening you, um, it comes to your mind, right? Yeah. You might say, you know, for the Christian, they might say, you know what? God is my supply meeting that need right now, right? Mm -hmm. That just small little statement and whatever was going into their brain, it's like, pop, you know, it just bounced right out of there, right? You stopped it from dominating. Writing that in ink is the quickest way to put that message into your brain yeah. and have it available for you. So it's reinforced on paper back into your brain. And now you could say, in a sense, if you think of a triangle or a circuit that completes itself, that's ultimately then what that writing is going to do. So we don't always get that deep with our clients, but in a sense, you could say we put a shield, an energetic shield around ourselves. And what we actually do is reinforce the life that we want to live by keeping that message or narrative playing and not something else. You know what um, I have found it's helped me the most is when I have decisions, because there's mm -hmm. a lot of things um, I can do. Like, you know, my dad always told me this being a, I think that a specific personality is helpful in that whatever I put my mind to, I can figure it out and I can do it. That's, I can research it. I, you know, the, the possibilities are limitless. Well, that can present problems because you can be approached, invited, or even think something that you want to do looks good, might be something good to do. But then I always go back, wait a minute, this does not fit my mm -hmm. DCA statement yeah. and it's really helped me with decisions. So, um, I would love to get into more, uh, things, but coach, I think, you know, you've got your, your, your work and stuff to do and I need to go feed kitties and then Christmas mm -hmm. next week. So, um, oh, yeah. but, um, yeah, get, get yourself a journal, get yourself a blue pen Practice that free writing. I would love to hear what people say and what their experience was. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to have it ready for our next uh, podcast, but I'll definitely text you. Yeah, and I just want to say this much, too, um, this last thing. Do yourself a favor, listener, and not ask yourself how much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, unless you hear somebody say, this is your parameters, um, don't place any parameters, yeah. right? So, because once you start, especially like something like free writing, free writing, I'm just going to say, it's going to help you to prepare for some more detailed stuff that you want to do. The free writing is an exercise of getting a flow between your brain and the pencil. So you understand the connection, the mind body connection between the mind and the actual writing. So the free writing helps you to do that and you can tailor it along around any activity that you're pursuing or yeah okay um yeah um but the the color is going to help with the memory the memory right yep um and that's why you want to do that and so you don't want to say how long do i have to do it because once you have a block you know you can be pretty much done in the water yes <laughs> any, i have to and i need to's can really stop creativity 
thought, you know, thinking deeper levels of, you know, awareness. Yeah. It's just those words. I don't even like, I choose exactly. to. Yeah. Exactly. All well, right. Okay. All, All right, right, Sherry. Well, thank you so much. Merry Christmas.